This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's read 2 Kings chapter 6. Hallelujah. You see this service, the presence of God is so strong here. And it's already touching lives. Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forever. He is in the house this morning, and greater mighty things are already happening. Hallelujah. I want to read from verse 13. Before we take our seat, let's read together. We've been talking about pictures, right? And he said, go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. This is the king of Syria saying that he wanted to go and catch Elisha. When, when God hides you, nobody can catch you. When it was Elijah, he was in the same town, the same country, and Ahab was looking for him all around the world. And when he finally showed up, Ahab's servant said that, I swear, there's no nation my Lord has not sent to look for you. Elisha was like, well, I didn't run to any nation, I was just hiding here. Because when God hides something, when he wanted to hide the one that would shatter Egypt, he hid him inside Egypt. Right in the palace. They were looking for Savior, killing male child. All male children were being killed without knowing that the very one you were looking for was growing right under your nose. God is awesome. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is why we are not afraid no matter what. It is the Lord who has gone ahead of you. Wow. He said, go spy where he is that I may send and fetch him. And it was told saying, behold, he is in Dothan. Next verse. Therefore sent either horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed the city. Hallelujah. <laughs> See the word daughter means two wells And we will explain that later He's in Dothan He is between two wells So they came And a great by night They compassed the city Verse 15 Last week second, Last week I began to talk about pictures And I said we continue Now and we started with Abraham The father of faith and when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone for behold, a, an horse compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And the servant said, Alas, my master, how shall we do? <laughs> there are translations that you will see, What shall we do? But I believe King James captures it better. How shall we do? Because the guy knew what. How was what he did not know. When he saw the host, he knew that what to do was to run away. But they were already surrounded, so he didn't know how to run. He said, Master, I know we are supposed to run away, but how shall we? So it was a proper question. How do we run when we are surrounded? He said, so how shall we do? Thank God for Elisha. Hallelujah. Seeing from God's perspective. Hallelujah. When God sees dry bones, he calls a great host from dry bones. Gideon, we might talk about him a bit next week, was hiding 
from the Midianites, and God called him a mighty man of valor. A mighty man of valor to a guy. He saw himself as the last born of his family, which happened to be the last tribe in Israel, and then his clan was the smallest clan in Israel. Now the servant reason. Next verse, verse 16. And he answered, fear not. Can you tell your neighbor that? Now he said, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Yeah, oh glory. <laughs> they that be with us are more. So there are those with them and there are those with us. And they are already outnumbered. <laughs> you see, I love I get back, you know. <laughs> I love the movie Lord of the Rings. Ah, okay. <laughs> Let's read on verse 17. Now I'll come back to my film. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened his eyes of the young man. And he saw, behold, please pay attention to the last part. Mountains. The mountains was full of horses and chariots. What's the last thing there? A fire. Round about who? Ah. Sit down for a while. <laughs> the way choir said thank you. So, they were tired of standing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't this interesting? Come on, Kiki. Can you imagine? When God opened now, this guy was talking to Elisha. And Elisha said, Lord, open his eyes so that he can see. He said, Master, 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 we are surrounded. And he said, fear not. They that be with us are more than they that are with them. He said, God, let him see. Now, when God opened his eyes to see, they were standing together. But the Bible says he saw mountains and chariots round about Elisha, not about the two of them. Did you notice that? See, in the physical realm, Spirit realm is different from physical realm. In the physical realm, you see two people standing together. In the realm of the spirit, they might be miles apart. This is why when the Bible says, you shall not be afraid of arrow flying by the day. It might be a terrorist attack or whatever. You think the people are together and the attack should get them together. No. Even though they are together physically, when they have been separated in the spirit, what will affect one will never affect the other one. Cannot be are you are you following me and why was elisha alone surrounded because the other guy was in fear elisha was in faith this can be husband and wife it is the same technology that the lord will use for rapture jesus said that two shall be in the field one shall be taken and the other one shall be left the angel that will carry one will not mistakenly carry two and jesus went for that to say two shall be on the bed husband and wife and at the blast of the trumpet, Bible says one shall be taken. The other one will roll on the bed and the person is not there again. Why? You think they are together. In the spirit realm, they are not together. Hallelujah. Hi. Is it true that at all times, they that be with you are there, but you can't see them? Now, this is why this message is very important. They might be there. If you don't see them, they might not operate. 
If Elisha didn't pray that the guy's eyes should be open and they should attack, they will attack the guy and will be asking the question, why did this happen to a Christian? Because he did not see. Hallelujah. Are you following me? You see, I love the, the movie. That's I said, a lot of the ring. I don't know whether it's the part two or part three. When they needed to, they had to go to ask for help from ghosts, dead people to help them. You remember that part? And the ox were coming. The ox filled the land. Those demonic looking creatures fighting human race. And human race was exhausted. And they were winning. Maybe the ox should be in millions, hundreds or thousands. And human soldiers were very little left. And these guys, some of them were away in the cave. One of the king had promised something and he died, never did it. And they became the dead people in the cave. And this guy had the soul to talk to them. And he said, your father made an oath. I will set you free from this region or that way. If you fulfill your oath, fight with us. And the ghost said, okay. So they followed them. Now when they got to where the ox were, now there were three people that went to see the ghost. Now millions of ghosts were following them, but they were invisible for us. So this guy jumped out of the boats and faced. Imagine three soldiers against, let's say one million ox. Even the ox look at them. Uh-uh. And these guys were. And they brought out their sword and they were walking towards one million ox. And the ox were looking. <laughs> Is it that they drank? <laughs> what will make, I mean, each ox was even bigger than human. What will make three guys will be coming towards? But you see, as they were coming, then the ox looked very well. Just saw ghosts. Millions of them. Before those guys read them, the ghosts overtook them and took over the battle. And finish everything. The guys didn't tell the ox that you are seeing the three of us, but we get back in. This is why we are facing you. We know those who are falling, or you can't see them now, but wait for 30 seconds, but you shall see them. When you see, thou shalt surrender. You are the only one they see in that house, you are the only one they see on that secret road. But believe me sincerely, though you walk through the valleys of shadow of death. He said, the Lord is with. Say amen. Are you with me? But we are continuing on picture. Elisha, this is the, I read first where we are concluding with this morning. Elisha told the guy, one of the ways of letting the right picture. Now for those who are not here last, and don't miss next week because this will lead to the deliverance of many. Now listen to me which I said that God does not break protocols. So when we started with Abraham, and I think they played that in the SM, they just played, when Abraham said, God said to Abraham, I am El Shaddai. I am the almighty one. But if you continue to have a picture of a fatherless man, I am El Shaddai, but there is nothing I can do. This is how I walk. A man must see. A man must see the invisible for the invisible to become a reality in his life the power of god goes so elisha had to pray that lord even though we are surrounded it might not benefit this guy the horse and the chariots and the horses and the soldiers you have sent to rescue us might not rescue this guy except he sees listen to me believers who believe that witches are so much but i have observed them for the rest of their life, they live from one deliverance to another. They are bound already. Because the greatest deliverance is for that picture to, to, 
And I said that towards there we are going to come. I'm going to show you how four generations can be living husband's house and nobody will live long there. How four generations of men can always experience their divorce. What you call transgenerational problem. When the enemy's picture is still inside you, go for deliverance till forever. Satan is still winning. Until something happens to that image inside. And this is where the real battle is. We, we look at all those ones last week. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. This is what the Bible calls stronghold. The Bible has never referred to voice of darkness as stronghold. Strongholds are the things going on inside you. And I showed you last week, and this is about all I will say about last week, that after 40 years of living the, the, uh, the land of Egypt, it was the 40th year that Egypt left them. Joshua chapter 5. God told Joshua to make two sharp knives and circumcise them the second time. After the circumcision, God said that today, the reproach of Egypt, 39 years after leaving Egypt, many are born again but as long as satan has the battery inside them or the it continues to win get upper hand in their affairs they think it's the forces around it does not matter a ship does not sink because of the water around it sinks when the water gets inside did somebody just get what i've just said now are you with me ship is meant to swim on water forever ship does not even see because of the wind they sail when the wind is they sail. They say there are 13 categories of storm. Even at the highest level, ships survive. If you understand, but those who go for vacation on entering ship, I've never gone for one before. Well, about the I've gone for one before, and they almost granted it. When the storm started, the saucers were flying like this, and everybody, and said so the pilot, the they the sailor just said, Oh no, whatever they see, my captain. He said, Everybody calm down, calm down. There are 13 categories of storm, that this is just 11th category. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know when they said that the, the biggest river in my village. Now, what, what am I doing? Why, why did I come here? <laughs> Hallelujah. It doesn't sink because of the wind. But when a ship cracks and water is inside, water begins to enter, it's destined to sink. Except something is done. It is not the enemies outside, it is not the noise outside. They will be of no benefit until they can find a picture inside that gives them access to you. So when God who wants to walk, so let's look at our real subject. The way you come back to why, what we can do to delete, to tear negative pictures. Do you know some, I have seen women, the man has not done anything. They already suspected that I would cheat on them one day. He will. A girl sat before me one day. She, she was not in a relationship. Say, Pastor, there is no man that will not cheat. I said, number one, you are a liar. I am not a cheater. I've never cheated on anybody. My wife, there is no woman or not that will accuse me all my life. I said, so, don't you have prepared yourself for a day of doom. See, Satan is wicked. Somebody told her that all men, all men. Number one, when people say all men, all women, there is nothing that everybody does. It's not true. In this current Nigeria, is there anybody that's not a thief? I'm not a thief. Maybe you are. Why don't you just say, I'm a thief, oh? Don't say everybody, everybody. See, people do that to justify the bad thing they're about to do. Now, is there anybody that is? You know your other, what you are saying is not true. But you, you need a, you are trying to give a good landing as a justification for doing what you want to do. Everybody is not doing what you are doing. Everybody. 
every it's not every man that lies it's not every man that cheats it's not every woman that likes money it's not every woman that is manipulating if you are you are period are you getting me but you can keep that picture god help that man you keep that picture you keep the picture of a child you you so this is very important let's read i just want to take us through one place oh lord my god you see there are no exceptions in this stuff many many years ago i'm sure you've heard it many many years ago it was pastor chris but i shared this one that the second daughter was born crippled and the picture stayed and he was a healing minister the picture satan will fight you in this area he said i'll be canceling somebody in the office the girl was still like six seven months and you'll be seeing the picture of her going to school on crutches picture of her on a wheelchair it was no no in the name of jesus suppose what's but said don't worry repeatedly he said but they did something i just said that story many years ago i want to show you all the people i read about all the things i've it's always they said there are just about three things to do now let's look at this uh joshua chapter six are you following me this morning glory to god that's what the bible says whatever is true whatever is honest, whatever is of a good report think of these things the way you are wired, God said that you must not just let anything set to ear. You must create what must be here and retain it. Fear. Uh, remember I told you. So a spirit appears to a person, a demon, and say, we are going to kill you. Reverend Bolanta shared this. So you, you, you need to understand how God works and how Satan works. When Bolanta was serving as a copper, and he did he preach somewhere also and the, you heard the story where he said he said he meant, and then the idol worshippers came to his house a young copper the old idol in the village and there are christians who still believe in nowadays i hear some people turning back to traditional religion and saying that that is where where were the idols where the missionaries came in and were claimed i mean it's amazing how people can think and begin to why all they gather with all their charms round the and say, hey, copper, one copper versus the entire, they tied this one, tied this one, and stood there and began to speak. He said, of course, he was afraid initially, but he began to pray in tongues. See, the question is this. You see, they said they came to kill him and they were speaking the incantation that they are going to die. As he began to pray in tongues, rain started and they all left. They ran away. And he's still alive till today. Now, here is the point. Here is the point. When a man doesn't see, there's a guy called Kaode in Edo State Reverend or Mobile's Church that the people were worshipping God. I'm not able to even go and create prophecy like this. They were cooking for their gods and boiling something for their door. And this boy went there and kicked the whole thing. They came to me, the parent, the boy would die in seven. The parent came to me, the pastor, to borrow them money to pacify the idol worshippers. The pastor said, I can borrow money for another thing, but not this one. Now, the boy is abroad. Are you following what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen to me very well. <laughs> For 20 years after, I was a member that nothing happened. I, when they gathered, here is what Satan did, what he needed. He wanted Ramonata to see a picture of death. All of you will agree with me. A man is more vulnerable when he's sleeping. If you want to kill somebody, if you really have that power to kill the person, kill the person while he's sleeping. It is easier. Why a demon will come to your room and wake you up? And now tell that I want to kill you. Is the reason that you should know there is an edge around the higher balabas. Definitely, 
they must have tried and they said that it cannot happen. But they know that if you give them fear as a material to work with, then they will come in. So they, you, are, you are woken up. It woke you up to cause you to be afraid. When you are fearful, the edge will come down like we saw in Job. Otherwise, attack me when I can't even see you. If a person is really serious about killing a person, you kill it when it is easiest. It is very easy to kill a person that is sleeping. It's not conscious. But you first of all, we kill the person and say, oh, I'm a demon, I want to kill you. But you should have just killed right. But that means there is something he needs from you. Anytime you are threatened, if Satan had power to do what he's threatening, he would have done it because he is wicked. He should have done it. Why he's not doing that? He's asking you or threatening is because it needs you to shake. And when you shake, it takes up hand. Oh, I refuse to fear. Whether it's a letter or a mail that you get. But this could have just happened. Why send him in the mail? Like Ezekiah, so that I can be afraid. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. See, I will do the last part by praying for everybody just now, just in a moment. That every wrong picture. Because there are things also that the anointing can help you. That are going to look at that. So, Joshua chapter 6. Let's read. Oh my God. I have 10 minutes more. Who is doing this to me? First service, we seem to have a very long time. Now, all those who are still in my time. Now, Jericho was straightly shut up. Big, why? Everybody answer that question. Why was it shut up? Do you know that there can be an ugly situation in the office? Everybody's not the target, you are the target. I don't know that many of you don't know how much Satan hates you and how much fear you are causing him. Yes. When Jesus was born, he killed all the male child. When Moses was born, he killed all the male child. You don't know the havoc. They can misunderstand it. They can attack. They can say anything. One of the ways, one of the reasons, one major reason why Satan has sat with Nigeria to be sure that this nation does not rise is because this nation is destined to spread the gospel. People can get angry with this. There are no Christians on earth as strong as Nigerian Christians. That's the truth. We are the ones that will go to other schools, Nigerians, and win all their awards there. We are the ones that will go to other schools and become the best student there. Nigerians are the ones that will enter Europe where they were never born, and they will create the largest church there. If you are Satan, you will know that these are the people you should target. Lock them down, destroy their nation, destroy their reputation. That's what is going on. So those who make stupid statements, they are praying, praying. What's the impact of their prayer? Don't pray. Some were shouting PVC. I think they know now that PVC is not the superior power. You see, I'm not for anybody. A pastor should not openly take some and be saved. But I'm just telling you that this nation, Satan hates this nation. And he has sat down to say, this one will not rise. He will not make the mistake he made with, made with America. Now, spreading gospel around. If Nigeria prospers and will become a blessed nation, we will help other African nations. And many other countries. He knows. Not only in terms of gospel, even will make other nations a better place. Yes. There's no black nation on earth, a black nation that is doing very well. Somebody told me, and I checked, maybe there is one, but I, I can't find any. 
But anyway, if I go into that, so people will argue and I don't like political arguments. But I'm just saying that, I'm just telling you that from God's word, it do, the, from the perspective of a Christian, this is why the enemy is against any nation that looks like a threat to him, he will sit with you and try to scatter things. He will. He will try to frustrate every good effort. Yes. That's the truth. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So the Bible is telling us that the reason why Jericho. So sometimes when you see obstacle, know that it's there because of you. Satan can come and attack a family because you are there. Bible says Jericho, it was not shut up because of the Amorite, Amalekite, Philistine, because of the children of Israel. That Bible says none, not only them, for their sake, he broke it against every other person. None went out and none came in. Ah. But I like God. Everybody say, see from God's perspective. Say it again. When God was going to talk, verse 2, look at what God said. And the Lord said to Joshua, hey, what's the word there? Shout it. Shout it. I have given. Hey. He did not say, I'm going to. If you were there, you want to pray to God that Lord, Almighty Jericho is locked. God was not seeing a locked city. He didn't even talk about the fact that the city was locked. He said, Joshua. Can you see that I'm giving you Jericho? And the king and the mighty men, all of them, I have given you. Then God said something. Here is where I want to end this message. We'll continue next week. That will bless somebody. Hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. The question is, how do I see what God wants me to see? Belongs all my life, defeat all around. How can I rise from that defeat and begin to see a new picture? How can I, Lord? I just saw the alert this morning, it is 2017 era 17 combo. Lord, I'm seeing it, and the alert is there. And here are bills. Lord, they just rejected me. My hallelujah belongs to you. The, uh, well, maybe it, it, will, it, it won't be against me if I share it, if I say it anyway. Why share the drama? It just met me during like three days ago and was telling me that I've been applying. You know, she is into music and he wants to do masters and PhD or abroad. He's done masters really like he said, God, he said, like when I was in school, when I was in the it was God that told me to go into music. He's done master in like said, but I don't like the one I did. Like, I want to do masters abroad. And I said, But I've been applying, applying, applying to school. Just saying for the first time. If I this one just said, Pashola, she wants to see. I said, She wants to see me. I see she every now and then. We know his office together. And then he said, okay, So what's the problem? So he told me. You know, immediately what Lord came to me that no, don't pray for him. I said, go and meet Joshua, who was in the other office. That was just on Thursday, this Thursday, just three days ago. I said, go and meet P. Josh. 
He said, Pastor, about, ah. he said, the schools will say they will get back to they will stop that. About nine schools or how many, five, he said, it's beginning to be a concern. His sister is abroad. He said, I mean, the evil is concerned. What's going on? And I said, you know what? What I heard in my spirit is that Joshua, go and tell me, Josh. Let him pray for you. That he now said, interesting. That was time I asked all the pastors to line up here. That was what he came out for. And that the Holy Spirit told us, Joshua is going to meet. I said, you see, the Spirit is one. I could have just prayed for you easily. That was on Thursday. Thursday. He prayed with him, 30 seconds prayer or so. On Saturday, quite as I yesterday, he ran to come and show me one of the schools that turned him down. Just sent him in at all. You know, I expect a miracle at all times. What we should, we should be surprised when we don't see miracles. When you don't see the hand of God in your life, what, what should surprise should not be that God is doing great things. We should praise him and thank him, but we should be surprised when it's like, ah, but this is not the nature of my heavenly father. He is always there to lead, to help. Is there something my Lord, I need to address? That should be the question of a Christian. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Let me say something about that. If you don't want to see other pastors and it's me that you want to see, you are making a big mistake. All of us pray together. Me, I'm the one preaching. Part of the anointing, I'm using it to preach. They are not using their own, they are there. So the tank is full. Why don't you go tap? But it's just that the anointing I've used is not my anointing. It's Jesus. So, he is, he is inexhaustible. So, there's nothing like uh, the anointing is, um, no, it is man that can get tired. And when you are tired physically, there's a little you can do spiritually as well. So, that's all. Are you following me? Amen. I have given you Jericho. Then God said, next week we are going to begin by different strategies of war. But that is actually winning the wars of life is thought service. So let me not mix it. <laughs> Are you with me? I'll just take you to another dimension of picture. But let's read verse 3. I have given you. You shall compare the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus you shall do six days. Verse 4. And on this assembly shall bear the ark seven trumpets or ramps on and on the seventh shall command the city seven times then the priest shall blow i want to stop we are going to take it off from here but just take this from me how many of you are familiar with this word where you worship be magnified lord we magnify your name have you heard that before have you said it before can you magnify god if we take that word literally, what we are saying is that, Lord, I want to make you bigger. A mortal man cannot make God bigger. But you know what? It's incorrect, but it's also correct. What you are actually saying is that, Lord, I want to see you in a bigger way than I'm seeing you. Because God does not get bigger and smaller. You are the one that sees more of him or less of him. You don't get that. One of the days that Jesus took rejoined to heaven, every time Jesus shared the truth with him, he will see Jesus, the light shine, will shine brighter and Jesus will become bigger. 
And he said afterward, Lord, you are changed. And the Lord said, no, I want to read my word. I don't change. Now what is happening is that you have so many scales in your eyes. As I speak, scales are falling. So you are seeing me. And the Lord said, even at this present state, you haven't seen me as I am. You are just seeing based on what your eyes can permit for now. And the Lord told that there, are, there is a dimension you will never see until you die completely and leave the flesh. Because there is a part of me that only those who are crossover can see. So even if I bring you to an open vision, you cannot see that part. Because it dwells in light which no man can approach. Did you get that? So Jesus can come to your room like an ordinary person. He's done that before. But he can come in his glory that you cannot behold. The one John saw and fell down like a dead man. He said it was shining brighter than the sun. What an intensity. And he was not exaggerating. And when John died, he just came and told, he said, get up, I am the Alpha. Oh, God is <laughs> an Omega. He said, listen to what I'm about to tell you. Are you with me? Why the word magnify? You see, why did God tell them to start surrounding Jericho? I ended last week with a principle. In forming picture, the first thing you should know, God created visible things to explain invisible things. God is not visible, but there are visible things. Like you have heaven's kingdom, you have kingdom on earth. So, I told you last Sunday, a mother chick comes and lays seven eggs. If you remove one and put it aside, and the mother sits on the remaining six, life will come out of the remaining six. But the one you separated, you will boil and eat, life will not come out. The difference is that one has been sat upon to create life. To give back to life, there must be a period where you incubate on something. It is why for a seed to grow, most of the seed, they go under the, grass, under the ground and darkness is required, covered up. Then life will come into that seed. You take a little bean like this in your hand or a corn in your hand. It looks like there's no string attached to it. But when you put it underground and cover it, once it is covered, all of a sudden, there is something about life and covering something. Now, listen to me very well. Are you following me? When the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, he said, this is how one of the ways in which you can actually obtain that picture of seeing that Jericho is already falling, even though it looks like he's standing. Begin to surround the city. But surround the city with rams on, surround the city with trumpets. Any situation you surround with praise. Ah. <laughs> is somebody hearing me? Yes, sir. What happens is this. At first, the problem looks big. But you put it down. And you begin to go around the problem. That means you are picturing it. But you are picturing the one that is called the Almighty. And you are giving praise to God over the problem. After a while, the problem begins to get smaller. That word I said earlier begins to apply. God begins to be magnified. And magnified. It gets to a point that you will see the almightiness of God and the little, the littleness of the problem. At that point, the power of God breaks open. Three very important things. Three very important ways of picturing, picture shattering and picture building. Number one, 
It can happen by the anointing. And I'm going to do a, a part of that today. Because some people are so much on the other side that you need to use the anointing to help them. Number two. So when God speaks, when God speaks, like he said, Joshua, see, I'm giving you. When you approach God in the place of prayer and he speaks directly to you, there is something that a word from God directly to you will do that no other thing can do. To be able to look beyond some darkness and have a rigid faith, the right picture you have at times, it's not what you fabricate. At times, you just have to hear from God yourself. So there is a part of this that only the voice of God to a man, that voice can come from a message, can come from a book, but it's at the time when you are praying, you know that this is God speaking to me. He sort of holds you from within and blocks away all negative stuff and shatters the one inside. So there is the word, there is the anointing. But then there is one I want to call your attention to. This one will help the one I mentioned. It will cause God to be magnified. Everybody say testimonies. Be magnified, O oh Lord. You are highly exalted. And there is nothing you can do. Oh Lord. One of the major mistakes Jesus told them And he almost got angry at a point Why was Jesus very serious About the matter of 12 baskets It is because Anytime God does a miracle in your life the blessings are for eating but the seed is for planting because we need it if you can fill your heart with anything that God has done before it can begin a process of God being magnified and your problem being diminished by the power of God when they all saw Goliath they all ran because nobody could remember the past. When David saw Goliath, he remembered the lion and the bear. There is nobody listening to me this morning that there's no lion and bear in your life. It means that the things that God has done in the past, the time that you did not pray for a job and it showed up, any blessing in your life that you did not struggle for, a lady that everybody wants to date I say no to them, all of a sudden became your friend and said yes, summer your life it can be an admission process to university yours apple seamlessly you were sick one time and you just got well, everybody when you probe into your life there will be one thing, at least one thing in your life, that the power of God solved for you what many people have done is that you have forgotten and in Deuteronomy chapter 20, the Bible said that when you stand before your enemies on the other side the first Bible said, Thou shalt remember. It is a cost not to be able to remember. If you can remember, you will be able to reproduce the miracles by the power of God. It might be 15 years ago. God did something and buried the seed there for you to see. But you left it. As you face something new, you must go back and remember what has happened. He told them to surrender. If you are facing Jericho right now, if you do what I'm saying, the world will come down. It's a combination of three things. 
you are already hearing the word of God by the message I'm sharing from you now. And now the anointing is present also. The third thing you need to add is that look at Jericho, put it down. Maybe there is a, it's a job you just find it difficult to get married, difficult to get a good job. You are so broke. Write the problem and put it. Bible says write the vision and just put it down. Then begin to look at the almightiness of God, which will come from there are testimonies of other people who have been in your situation, but God help it will help you. Now, that is not as powerful as your own testimony, but you can add all of them. This is why places where people have seen miracles again and again. It's very easy for them to believe again. Yes. Once your eyes have seen. Yes. If daddy was broke till 30 and became, all of a sudden everything changed. If you are 27, there's a measure of hope you have that. No matter what's going on now, I'll be fine when I'm 30. Because somebody I know have done that. We, we don't know the meaning of testimonies being read every Sunday. People waste them. Testimonies are to help you build and begin to magnify God. So as they were marching around Jericho, a part of them was looking at Jericho. A part of them was looking at the praise. The trumpet they carried there. By the seventh day, Jericho had become nothing to them. It was the power of praise. When they shouted, Jericho came down. In an atmosphere of praise, you'll get to a point where you can't see Jericho again. What you see is the power of God over Jericho. Let's rise. Is somebody blessed this morning? Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun the setting of the same Your name is to be hallowed If there is a Roskilamandas If you begin to declare you begin to confess something great you begin to believe but your own soul is sabotaging you something from inside tells you are you sure that will happen it happens to all of us this is how to break you see anytime you are trying to believe God or something bigger than what you have always done your mind will be your number one enemy it will tell you that you see forget about it 10,000 people apply for the same job why would they pick you it will come you have been bounced at the embassy before. When you are going again, your mind will tell you, oh boy, forget prayer. They are going to do this and then you might stand on the key when they are turning everybody. Shall American visa. Go, 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 go. And then the fear will catch you. There must be an answer, an answer to everything that Satan is trying to paint inside. And that's what I've told you. This is why when the service is over, messages like this, get it around you. Last week I spoke. When you are serious about this matter of life, sometimes you'll get the physical of all the things that don't help. Conversations that don't help until you tune your ear only to what you want to hear. You will think, see, it's a serious matter until the right picture is formed. Get this message. Our messages are free. Then you have your YouTube. Play over and over and over again. Get into an atmosphere of praise. I will separate each one and tell you something deeper next Sunday. Get into an atmosphere of praise over that situation. After a while, there is an anointing in worship. It gets to a point that the glory of God descends on you. You are in your room all of a sudden because of the almightiness of God you are praising. 
it becomes a reality you know that in your room you know that you know that the power of god has gone over that situation and that is exactly what we experience every conversation you have with god the place of worship it strengthens the right picture and it deflates the wrong one and as you do it very often after a while the wrong one is completely wiped off your heart and it is the right one that is standing Just one minute of worship in the midst of the worship some pictures will dissolve right now and some other good ones will stay everybody worship full of sickness it's, it just it just renew your whole system now you know you will feel like it's a different you what he showed us when we we're starting and we saw worship when during worship what the lord showed that what i saw a boy being carried by somebody across the sea across a, a, a river actually not a very big like a gutter the boy just carried the boy and jumped to the other side the mighty hand of god we carry you on eagle's wing where you can never get to by your strength but that you need to get to by god's design it will carry you over the theme of this one will be that riding on eagle's wing it will be your experience it will be your experience it will be your experience I'm under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and I can give an instruction. Hallelujah. This is rather strange. I don't know. I am I'm, I'm not having a leading. I quickly wonder to say that Lord, can they type? If you are a lady here, 
or a man. I told you last week that this might happen, that the Lord was tearing me up. If I laid with a man, get and you you at a marriageable age, you are not married, but you want to get married. Get a Bible from somebody right now and write on a sheet of paper your wedding date by yourself. There's an anointing present. Write it, and when the service is over, drop it somewhere on your that's all. Drop it on the altar. What would they do? They'll just sweep it and take it away. That's it's just a demonstration of your faith. Just write the dates. Write it with your own hand. I want them to say that you should type it on your phone, but you say I, should, I felt it must be I should tell them to write. Write and drop. The rest of us, lift up your right hand. That doesn't apply to you. Declare with your own mouth that I see yourself several steps ahead where you are. Close your eyes and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Can you see Jericho falling? That means all barriers, they are being removed from your path right now. Right now. And as you are seeing it, be praising God wherever you are. The Father, thank you. I see speed for all the people walking. Openings on every side. Whatever you have written with your hand, it is done. In March, you will make more advancement than the last 12 months put together. Mercy will work. God's mercy will be at work in your life. And it will be evident in all areas of your life. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a loud amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again. And that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you.
Thank you. Thank you.